rises. She rises. It's appropriate for Easter. It is. She rose. She rises. I'm Alessandra Conti. And I'm Christina Conti Pineda. And we're so excited to be back with you guys today in a finally a normal episode. Right? Because we're doing these bi-weekly Alessandra yeah. and Ryan, you just heard their latest yeah. for the past... We did like a takeover. Mm-hmm. We did like... It was like... Because, yeah, exactly. Since it's bi-weekly, it's been like a month. Yeah, I know. Since you and I have recorded anything. Right. Well, hopefully you've been listening or watching our YouTube channel. Yes. And yes. And so... those videos. Yeah. You guys, on the off weeks that we don't have podcasts, be sure to just go to youtube.com And right in the search, Matchmakers in the City. And then our YouTube channel is called Matchmakers in the City. Right. So uh, it's kind of annoying. Like I want to... I, I, I want to figure out how to streamline everything, even though it is it's pretty streamlined, pretty streamlined yeah. and it's pretty easy. The only difference between, I think dating in the city is the only thing that's different because our yeah. company name is Matchmakers in the City, our YouTube channel is Matchmakers in the City YouTube channel, um, and then dating in the city is just the podcast. Right. So um, anyway, but yes, we're so excited to be back with you guys today. So much has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Christina, how are you just like generally? I know that you hate answering this question, but whatever. <laughs> doing great. How are you, Alessandra? I'm doing really well, and I'm really thrilled because LA is doing a full reopen January. Um, excuse me, oh my God, January, June. What was it? June twelfth or June? Oh, I'm making it sooner than it actually. I think is. you said to me. I have June no idea. 15th, I cannot look this up. There are mm-hmm. no more tears. And I thought that that was really funny because it's like there are no more like phases or tears of like reopening. Oh. And I was like, there also will be no more tears, like quarantine tears that we've been. But can you believe it's been a year? It's, it's been, been more oh, than a no, year. It's over a year. Over a year yeah. since this madness. Take over. Since these lunatics <laughs> um, and this horrible disease. And I'm so sorry for anybody that's experienced it, um, but also just the total mismanagement of everything (laughs) but anyway you guys this is not a political podcast um so let's get into our first segment stars they're just like us in this segment we discuss the top relationship related stories in pop culture today and how to apply them to you in real life okay so Pete Davidson. You know Pete Davidson. We talked about him. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's so funny. So Pete Davidson moves out of his mom's house. He got, I got a pad. That's what he said. I got a pad. I can't. I can't with Pete Davidson. Wait, wait, I'm sh- unsure. Was he the guy we talked about last time? No, so Pete Davidson is the one that was engaged to Ariana Grande a couple years ago. Remember, he's on oh. SNL. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Yeah. This and is, okay, yeah. this is someone else I'm not thinking of. I'm not yeah, thinking no, 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 you're one. definitely not. It's oh, so he was living different. at home and he yeah. proposed. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, he, well, he then was living with Ariana when they were engaged. He's oh. not, they're not engaged anymore. Right. She's engaged to a new guy. Um, But anyway, he now, though, is dating the actress that plays Daphne from Bridgerton. Really? Yeah, from Bridgerton. Oh, God, Bridgerton. Wait, how do I say it again? Bridgerton. It's Bridgerton. 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 Because somebody on the YouTube channel, like, called me out (laughs) in the nastiest way ever. 
Like, and I, I sometimes struggle. Like, I struggle with speech. I struggle. And like, what if I, think I you had were saying it? We're trying to say it in a British accent. But what if I had like a real speech impediment that like I struggled with? She doesn't know that. Just so nasty, so unnecessary and uncalled for. Some of the YouTube comments are horrific. So definitely you guys, if you go to the YouTube channel, just leave us a nice comment. Like I'm so sensitive. That's why I don't know if I could ever be a real housewife of Beverly Hills or like eclipse the level of fame that I'm art. Like, I feel like I'm at a good level of obviously it would be nice to be, you know, to have like a best selling book and all of that. But I just, I don't know if I could take, like, the psycho-criticism of the general public. You know what I mean? Because I'm already so sensitive when I see comments and people DM me from the most inconsequential matchmaking that I do on TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, people, and I'm just so sensitive. Like, I don't know if... I don't know if I if a higher level of fame would be the best thing for my mental health. Hmm. You know what I mean? Huh, well I wonder. I well, know, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I wonder. I what guess we'll find out. The Lord won't give you anything that you can't handle. That is so. true. That is true. Thank and you. And it's been pretty gradual. Yeah. Everything. It has been. It totally has been. Um, but anyway, so let's talk about Dave um Pete Davidson. So it's funny because I actually just posted this story. So um, on my Instagram and the comments, I always get really nice comments from people that actually follow me on Instagram. Um, but so this post, Pete Davidson and Phoebe Dine, 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 oh God, Dinever, Dinever, whatever. But anyway, so Dinever, maybe Dinever. He mm-hmm. and so Pete and Phoebe are like they're dating allegedly. Um, according to like all of everyone and especially according to Access Hollywood and they are very much in the know. So if you want to see um, her match her posts, go to add matchmaker Alessandra Khan. Yeah, it's a, it's just a story. A story. But anyway, so I asked um, the public and I said, I just said, what do we think about this couple? And then I wrote match made in Hollywood or not it. And 21% said match made in Hollywood, a small 21%, and 79% said not it. So I totally agree. I just think this is the most bizarre couple. And it's so weird how the comments that I was getting was like, how does Pete Davidson get all of these phenomenal (laughs) women? Right. Phenomenal. Wonder, he's probably Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah. Like feet like Phoebe is at the height of her fame. Right. And you go for Pete Davidson? Do you want so to So in real him? life, yeah. in real life. So we always what we do on the show here, we talk about a celebrity situation and then we relate it to you in real life. So why do gorgeous women, and I'm sorry, Pete, if you're like a listener on the DL, but why do they go for like not it guys? Okay. So like why? You're saying it very politically correct. Because what I wrote wasn't so nice. Right. Well, just in case Pete's listening. Yeah. No, and Pete, I'm sure you're a great guy, but it's just baffling. (laughs) 
You know what? You know why, Alexandra? Why? why? He's alpha. Oh, that he alpha. is why. Yeah. And if you, that's why any men listening, if mm-hmm. you are someone who you want to go for the Ariana Grandes mm-hmm. or the Daphnes, mm-hmm. all you have to do is be confident, mm-hmm. to not be afraid of rejection, go mm-hmm. for the women you're interested in. You're going to get rejected a lot of times. Be, but if women love a man mm-hmm. who pursues them, mm-hmm. who is alpha, who takes charge, mm-hmm. even if they're not, he's maybe not be the most attractive guy in the yeah. room or... Or even like the most wealthy right. or the most successful. Right. If you know, if, if you she, think about all the other men in who they, the world. Right, who they could have, but yes. they're not, pers- those men those, aren't pursuing they them. They, um, what's her name also said the same thing. Um, she was Katniss Everdeen in, um, oh my gosh, what is her name? Katniss Everdeen. Hey, Suri, who played Katniss Everdeen um, in, I know who you're talking about. I just don't really know. Okay, I found this on the web for uh, who played Countess Everdeen. Not Countess, Katniss. Um, but Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, Jennifer oh my gosh, Lawrence. obviously. But um so yeah, like I remember and obviously we can't talk too much about celebrities that we were that we've worked with in the past, but I remember um of another celebrity and um Jennifer Lawrence saying I had written an article a years ago. Mm-hmm. Um and she had just said that no men ever approach her mm-hmm. no men and that's something that we do see with these fabulous beautiful wonderful celebrity clients right. so it's almost like i feel like pete is just going for it oh he is he's going for and it. you know you can say all you want about him all sandra but that is i give him props for that i give him props too christina mm-hmm. and he was like living at home like can you believe that and that is mind-boggling. So, yeah, I think absolutely. I think that it's, like, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Mm-hmm. So take those shots, guys. Yeah. And a lot of the men that listen to this are probably in, and oh my god, I feel really bad that I'm putting Pete down so much, but they're, a lot of the guys that we work with aren't, like, struggling actors. And not, to, Pete has <laughs> eclipsed that that he's not struggling anymore. I haven't seen him in any. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I only watch the You're Mandalorian. So I know. No. I don't really watch too no, much. I know, but. but he had a few bigger movies. Okay. So like he's he's making a name for himself for sure. Um but and also he's known to have BDE, which is like big you know what, energy, oh. Oh, but that's, I just need to say it because that's what a that's lot of people, people would say okay. because, well, because what it, that's BDE is essentially alpha. It's confidence. Yeah. It's a little bit of cockiness. And also he has a really good sense of humor and he's probably sarcastic. Mm. He's probably super flirtatious. Oh yeah. And charismatic, super witty. charismatic, wiggity. Yeah. And like not bad looking and he's tall. He's mm. really tall. So like, that's a good yeah. It's a recipe oh, yeah. for success. Um, but anyway, so, but yeah, I, and also exactly. I, what was that stream that I was on before I said that? Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I think that, I think that's a great thing. So let's move on. 
Okay, so the Kardashian team is working hard to remove unwanted Khloe Kardashian photo. Ooh. Have you heard about this? Or no. no. Okay, so basically, um, Khloe um, was there, a photo was like circulating on the internet just of Khloe Kardashian um, just looking like a normal person, but it was like, very unedited it was clearly just not edited at all and she did look very different than her normal sure. instagram posts i mean but all of us do. yeah yeah but yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly everyone does yeah. everyone does and it's not even a bad photo but the kardashian like there hmm. she is so upset about this and they are like going after different blogs and different people for copyright infringement and they basically said an assistant posted it and shouldn't have but actually um i have like insider information that it wasn't an assistant it was somebody else but it's fine Hmm. um but anyway so but so the in real life and i know that we've talked about editing photos before but i wanted to bring up the question should you edit your online dating profile photos? Okay. So should you edit your online dating profile photos? I would say no, as long as it's just a filter. I would say use, you can use it one of the Instagram filters, but I wouldn't use the extra dating. Facetune? No, no. I you wouldn't, wouldn't use, use it? That. You wouldn't add a little more makeup on? I would my face naturally. lightening app? I would naturally do that. My, my I would put, makeup lightening. I would put more lightning. makeup on naturally and take good light with the photos in good lighting. And then, but you know what? But mm. if they're professional photos. They're going to be retouched. They have to be retouched. They but that's not be. the level of retouching that the face app yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they're true. doing more little things here and there. Yeah. That's not a full because yeah. what you've shown me, <laughs> I've looked like Barbie. I know. And that's not really me. And I took the that photo. I think I, I posted one photo like I, that because no, it looked so good. But then I realized, eh, I don't really want to put that up because it's not really my face. It's someone else's bone structure oh I know you're such you were such a good influence for young women and I went through a phase when I first discovered it where I was posting like I then but then I stopped yeah then I stopped because I was like what in the world and now I look back and I actually hid a lot of those photos because I feel like they're so it obviously not Right. Like it's just so obnoxiously filtered. Yeah, like and we it's so edited. We yeah. can't. You, when someone sends photos to us, we can't actually use those photos in profiles. Yes, if they are, if we know when they're edited. Remember? Like that. Okay, so there was this one girl that was sent to us from another matchmaker. And I immediately, I, you know, can't hustle a hustler. I immediately recognized Mm -hmm. the face app. Like I immediately, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I, I, this is, you know, Hollywood three or whatever. Like I knew exactly what editing thing that she did. And thank God I did because we were working with this guy that was really physically picky. Mm -hmm. And before you come after us, like, sorry guys, this is just, it's a, I wish this wasn't a thing that we had to deal with, but it is, it is just like a lot of women say that they'll only date a guy who makes 
over 500k or you know a woman said that and then I was like I don't know if this is not the right like we can't guarantee that but we can guarantee a successful man with a great career or like but usually like make over six figures is like that's kind of the 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 basic you know but anyway but just like a woman requires that men will come in and they'll set they'll give us their tell they'll tell us I'm really physically picky I really want like this um so anyway so I remember we were we were about to match make her with one of our most mm-hmm. physically picky male clients. And also ladies know that they're not all like this. No, this We've, was a very particular yeah, man. This was like next level. Mm-hmm. It made me uncomfortable. A lot of times when they're crazy physically picky, it does make me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to reconcile how to deal with that while still staying in business as a matchmaking company because it does make me really uncomfortable when a guy is like so superficial and physically picky I just and that's also though why I have gotten um why men have gotten mad at me and like yeah so anyway but because I'm like I'm like wait what are you saying like this is not like anyway okay But I'm digressing in so many ways. Anyway, so, but we knew for a fact this guy was so physically picky. We knew exactly what he was looking for. He wanted a model, basically. And that was basically his requirement and Jewish. He wanted a Jewish model. Mm So, again, of course, like I said, we get these photos in uh, from another matchmaker of beautiful, stunning woman. And I was like, okay, that face is familiar. So I did a little... um, a little reconnaissance reconnaissance that's exactly the word I was looking for and I went on Facebook and I just like typed her her name was a little weird so I just typed her name and then I went through and I found her Facebook and praise Jesus that I did because I looked up to like I think that app was created in like 2018 or 2019 so I looked past those and I was like this is who she really is and I showed it to Christina and I was like this is a beautiful girl but this is not who we just saw in those photos and then I also saw some more recent photos that didn't have the filter the app on it and it was clearly that it clearly her face was not what it was in those in the photos that were sent to us Mm -hmm. so and so the beautiful part about that is that we just saved her from going on a date with a guy that is not going to be physically attracted to her. And we saved him from a match yeah. that he wouldn't have that liked. We, yeah, that he wouldn't have liked. But I will say that I, I, I think that there's a level of editing that I think is okay for a dating app. Um, I think don't use the aggressive face app or like any anything if you're doing Facetune. It can, it needs to be like super subtle because right. I know that sometimes like in a photo and I've been I try to be really we've talked about this before but I've tried I try I've tried to be really just way more cognizant of any. I, I would rather not even touch the photos. And especially, it's so weird because whenever I take photos with Alan, I really try to not touch them. Like, I try to keep them as unedited as possible because I feel like, I just I just feel like I want it to be genuine. That's so you know? funny because the photo that I'm posting with this podcast is hashtag 
un, um, hashtag matchmakers, hashtag unfiltered. <gasps> Which photo are you posting? Was it approved by me? <laughs> Have I approved it? From Easter with Jenny and Jessica, <gasps> oh, our two Jewish so matchmaker friends nice. who came over for Easter. But I didn't yeah. edit the photo. Be- I didn't, well, I didn't put even a filter over Good. it. Because it was because so it looked beautiful. beautiful. It looked worse yeah. in the filters. Yeah. Agreed. But I'm, this is perfect for the- Yeah, that, no, that's really good. So I, yeah, I mean, and so I'm a big believer. You obviously, when you're using dating apps um, and using online dating, you do want your photos to be as fabulous as humanly possible. Right. But as fabulous as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're going to use an editing or filtering or whatever, make sure you do it really lightly and make sure to just do it if you have like a shiny forehead or something or like, you know, like the other day I had like, I had a thing in my tooth mm-hmm. and like that, it would have been a perfect photo except for literally I had like a spinach kernel in my tooth so like editing that or you know there are there I will say there are times when I just have like a piece of fat that's just there (laughs) and I just gotta I just gotta go a little bit in and then it makes a picture perfect so So like but it's not an odd like if you saw the two pictures side by side you're not gonna be like who that Okay, so it's more like, oh, okay, you know, I I see, not like, who's, who that? Right, but you're also in a relationship, not trying to post that on a dating profile. No, it's true, I know. Because if you do post disingenuous photos on your dating profile, you're bound to go on a lot of first dates. A lot of first dates, it's so true, it's so true, and that may be also, ladies, if if you find that you're going on a lot of first dates and not getting any second dates, definitely take a look. Take a look at the photos that you're putting up. Are they recent? Um, are they highly edited? Are they highly filtered? Are they just highly face tuned? Um, and if yes, then do a do a photo shoot. And this is like the easiest thing that anyone can do. You don't have to work with a matchmaker to do this, but take a, do a photo shoot, take Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, take, say, okay, I'm doing a photo shoot this Saturday, have a girlfriend come over, or you can literally put the timer on your phone and step back and then take photos on your phone and wear a little black dress, nude heels, and have like two other outfit outfit selections as well. If you can, get a makeup artist to come over, do your makeup. If not, try to do it yourself, but just take updated photos and it will make such a difference. Yeah, this goes for men as well because men, yes. it's important to have good photos under your belt. Mm-hmm. But this is also just for men's perspective, why it's so good to, and for women, why it's so good to hire a professional matchmaker like us because we can suss through the women who have given us photos that aren't actually real and you're saving a lot of time a lot of money from because we'll we'll talk I'll look at a bachelorette's photo and Alessandra and I'll say oh and Alessandra will say nope those are all facetune photos yeah yeah. I can spot him from a mile right. away. So that's part of what we yeah. are, part of our gift. It takes one to know one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so there's that. There's that. I just wanted to go back a little a little bit to the Pete living with his mom previously. Yeah. 
Oh, there's nothing wrong with it. I just wanted to ask you, though, yeah. for our male oh. listeners, oh. what do you think about that? If okay. he's oh doing great, I know this is a little bit of a de- uh, departure from what we've been talking about, but that did come up, and yeah. I want to know, what, is that a deal breaker? For us, We mm-hmm. it's usually very rare that we could set someone up. It, I mean, up. in 10 years... Yeah. I, I don't... I don't but it was very rare. I think maybe very one. Rare. Yeah. Maybe one. Maybe one so or two. So that's why men, if you're... But one or two because I think... Sorry. Sorry. I think that they were in a situation where they were like in production and they... You know what I mean? And they were like, oh, I'm in production and I travel all the time. Right. So like my home base is my home, but I'm usually, you know, 10 months out of the year I'm traveling. Okay. So I just want to give a little takeaway for men right here mm-hmm. that if you are making a good salary and really want to start seriously thinking about dating and dating women... Maybe you're not getting second dates because of the fact that you may still live at home. And and there are a lot of women who use that as a deal breaker. So I yes. just want to put that out there. And, no, I think we can talk about this a little bit more because okay. it is really important. Um, and I think there is a huge double standard for men and women. I'll yeah. just say it. I think that there is. Because for me... I don't think it's as big of a deal if a woman is living at no, home. No, 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 no. We, we've talked if, about this. Have we talked about we've, this? We've talked about yeah. this, yes. Yeah. But I think that for men, I think that the the struggle is that even though, you know, if a guy right now, if you're listening to this and you're living at home, you may not even realize how dependent you are on, you know, your mom cooking dinner for you or your mom doing your laundry or, you know, you're just that or just the fact that you're around your parents all the time and you haven't had that time to be truly independent. Right. So that's, Sorry. it is, a, yeah. it's a huge difference. Yeah. And I just want the men to know that it could be a factor be. that women are looking at. You, you might think, why am I single? Yeah. I have so much to offer. I make such a great salary. I love my job. Yeah. This could be something that women are discriminating against yeah. you for. So they I just, could very well I just be. want to put that out yeah. there. But also, and it's something that you can easily fix. Right. I mean, if you're making a great salary, right. get it even a studio apartment. Small apartment. Small you don't apartment, need much. one bedroom studio. You right. don't need much. Just some A nice place that you can go. You can still visit your family a lot. Right. But yeah, I think it's, excuse me. I think that, I think it's, I get, I get where women are. Yeah, and I get, and I get the men yeah. who want to save money. Maybe they want to save money for a house. For a it's house. expensive to live in these major cities. I know, but. But just mm, a little bit of an investment in, yeah. some, in a rental and just something that you can have yeah. as your dating, I think is your bachelor pad. Yeah. I think is, is it's, important. It's something to really seriously consider it and is. really seriously think about. And like I said, there are a lot of subconscious things that right. you may be leaning on that you know, women will pick up on, right. you know? So even though you're like, oh, I'm fine, I'm really independent, I barely see my parents, I'm, I'm just, I just use that to sleep, you're still, there's still that level of independence that you're not getting and that experience that you're not getting. So I highly encourage, yeah, definitely, if, if you're in that place, that's a great, great minor investment to make in your life. So moving on, um, Tiffany Haddish rewore her iconic Alexander McQueen gown for the eighth time. 
Yeah. Okay. So she has this just like iconic Alexander McQueen and she's been so open about like, are you kidding me? Of course I'm re-wearing this dress because she's worn it to so many different places. And usually it's so taboo. Like Lizzie McGuire, you're an outfit repeater. So it's from the Lizzie McGuire movie. Yes. I mean, if you know, you know, (laughs) um, but in real life, can you re-wear a date outfit? What are your thoughts, Christina? Yes. I would say definitely date outfit. You don't want to make it the next date you're wearing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But you can recycle outfits here and there. Men don't care. Men do and not care. Men wear the also, same pants like 24-7. And also women, if you're a man, women, as long as you're not wearing the same thing every single date you go on, if you recycle them here and there, sprinkle it in, that's fine. But if you are one of those Instagram mavens, I'm I'm so it's very it's, it's so hard. very hard to rewear something, which is very annoying because so annoying. I have a lot of dresses that are great quality dresses, I know. and but do I need to buy a new dress for the wedding that I'm going to next month? Yes, that's the question. Of course you do. Are you kidding me? <laughs> You never go shopping. Christina, and you... I know. So Do I have time? No. I know. I know. But Christina, you're also the shopper. You get quality. Like, you pay right, top dollar. That's why I understand why Tiffany Haddish yeah. doesn't wants to keep wearing you this invest. expensive dress yeah, that she you invest in loves yeah. and looks great on I haven't seen it, but I'm assuming it looks yeah, great on her. Yeah, she looks stunning. She looks stunning in it. No, it's so funny. And then I, on the other hand, I mean, I obviously have investment pieces, but I also, shopping is literally a hobby of mine. So I love to go to like every, all the stores and just, and I love like fun things. But yeah, you clearly, like I, I also post everything on Instagram, but I try not to be too crazy about it but well, anyway let's talk can, about dating and you know what we can balance it out on sunday bring me a few of your recent oh, purchases and maybe i can wear one of those to the wedding good. that's <laughs> a really good idea i actually have a dress right now that i was about to return for a new size but oh it has too much white in it you can't wear it for a wedding yeah i need it in the in a bigger size which is really unfortunate but whatever you have you can't try on things. yeah i'll bring i'll bring, bring i have a sunday. bunch of things yeah um but anyways okay so for dates so i think that it's really totally fine and amazing if you're a woman or and a guy if you're a guy to have a go-to first date outfit look that you feel really comfortable in you I remember when I was dating I probably went on like upwards of a couple thousand dates a couple thousand first dates um but I had my go-to looks and especially when I was curvier um it was harder because I had to really And I think that's also why, how my style has honed and like why I love it so much because I've dressed a curvy, fabulous body and I've also dressed this, you know, this felt, (laughs) you know, oh, the stick figure. (laughs) But no, but like I've dressed, like I know what looks good on a curvier girl, but then, then I can wear things that I maybe wouldn't have looked good. So that's why I think also I'm so on fire with like shopping and all of that. (laughs) And why godparents are telling you that you look too hot to handle it. (laughs) I can't. Christina. So anyway, yeah, but I, but okay. But when I was dating, I had my go-to first date outfit and I had one for a more casual look. And then I had one for a, um, like a, a little black dress and nude heels. And for guys as well, you can have that first date outfit. And then I remember once I would go on like, 
I had kind of like, okay, this is good for a second date. This is good for a third date, fourth, fifth. But then once you start obviously dating somebody and like you're exclusive or, you know, you've been on multiple dates with them, it starts to matter less. But actually for me though, I will say one of the things that I really enjoy is buying something <laughs> that... <laughs> Buying more, buying more clothes, but it's because for like if there's an event, I know it's beautiful. It's a miraculous place to be. Um, But if there's an event that's happening, I love to like it brings me so much joy to like fall asleep thinking about what I should wear for that event, or like go shopping specifically because I'm looking for this event thing. And even if it's like, oh, we're me and me and Alan are going. wine tasting like okay what should I wear wine tasting and I think about all the different options like oh this if I got like an off the shoulder like white top that would be really cute because I'm a little tan and like so anyway so but I think it's fine to repeat outfits um when you're once you're dating totally fine um yeah so let us transition. Yes. Let's talk a little bit about Matchmakers in the City. So we don't have um, sponsors anymore for the podcast. Matchmakers in the City is the sponsor for the podcast. Um, and as most of you guys know, Christina and myself are the co-founders and personal matchmakers at Matchmakers in the City, um, an old school personal matchmaking firm headquartered here in Los Angeles with other service areas in New York, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. Um we are a part of a team of matchmakers here. Um, it is not just myself and Christina. We actually, um, the other matchmakers actually spearhead a majority of what the clients go through. Um, but we work alongside of them and we work with really incredible men and women, um, successful, professional, genuinely looking for love. So feel free to go to www.matchmakersinthecity.com slash free sign up. Um, being a part of Matchmakers in the City is not free. Um, you can apply and then our lowest membership begins at $100. Um, so just know that. But um, that's just being a part of our database where we can actually matchmake you. And then we have other memberships that, of course, go up from there where you get guaranteed matches and you're working with a team and it's like miraculous and beautiful. So anyway, let us move on. To sisterly advice. And this week it's a Mansers edition. Every week we answer a listener's burning question. Oh, no, no, question. it's not it Mansers. I'm so sorry. Oh. It's really not Mansers. Apologies. Okay. Every week we answer a listener's burning question, and every week we give you advice that only your sister would give you. Hi, Alessandra. I would love you to answer my question about some vague text message from guys and what they might really mean, i.e., I'd love to do this again after a first date, but he's not yet made definite plans. You may have already done one on that, but I figured I'd reach out to see. From textual tension. <laughs> okay, so you, that's a great line. So vague yeah, text messages. That. I know textual tension. That's I thought that was so really good. cute. Um, thank you so much for this DM. Obviously, we'll keep you anonymous. Um, vague text messages. The bane of my existence. Right. And it's fine if. It, yeah. Uh, if a woman says something like that, and I, I encourage women to say, I would love to do this again, let me know, but be making it clear to the man that she does want to go out again. But yeah. for men, that shows to me, if he's not pursuing you, he, he ain't pursuing you. Well, I will also say it totally depends on 
time frame, right? right? So if you just went on a date, right. and that night or the right. next day, he says, hey, I had such a great time. I'd love to do this again. Right. You can then reply. This is totally normal. You reply yes. saying, oh my gosh, absolutely so fun. Like, such a great, such an awesome time. Me too. Yeah. So I would reply, like, yes. the new me too... <laughs> No, oh god, I can't make that joke. It's but like me too. Yeah, uh, me too. I also, had so much stop. fun. You don't have to censor yourself. You're fine. I know. Just <laughs> But that's why it's unfiltered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> um, but you can say like, yeah, but, yeah, me too. I had so much fun. That's perfect. Sometimes yeah. men will send that if they're trying to test the waters to see if you actually want to go out with them again or not, if you hadn't made it clear at the end of the date. Yeah. So that's why it's good to have something like Alessandra saying, of just encouraging them. I'd love to do that. Let me know. However you want to encourage them, encourage them. But it is, the ball should be in his court totally. to play in that next so, date. So, but then, okay, so let's talk back about time frame. So if he has written to you, I'd love to do this again, and maybe your date was on Friday and... It's now the next week, it's maybe Wednesday. And you've been texting a little bit back and forth, not crazy amounts, but then you're like, okay, like what is he gonna ask me out again for this weekend? I remember being in that place and being like, wait, why hasn't he asked me out again? And then like Wednesday, and Wednesday would be the day that I would be like so anxious and I'd be like, oh my gosh, like why (laughs) hasn't... Oh, I'm so grateful those days are over. I know, but for a lot of people, they aren't over, Christina. I know, I know. So we've been in your shoes before and oh God, you guys, it gets better with, with the right guy. You don't have, I, well, you had a little bit of that. I've always been an You've anxious always person been anxious. over yeah. everything, anything and any change in my life. No, definitely, definitely. But I also think that with the relationship I'm in and the relationships, the healthy relationships that I've been in, it's never, I've never felt like I, w- I had to like game him to like get me to ask him out, to get me to, get him to ask me right. out. It shouldn't like, be a game. Yeah. It shouldn't be a manipulation. Yeah. Like I, like in the past, like girl, I could tell you all the things to do to manipulate the guy to ask you out, but then you're not, it's like your manipulation and it's probably steering you into the arms of a guy that's like not not the right he's not like pursuing he's not on fire enough about you because even a guy who isn't like super alpha if when he is like if he wants to see you again and then he's gonna make it happen and he knows that you're interested yeah he'll make it happen if totally. he doesn't that's another story yeah. that's why we told you what to do what we absolutely so i always say time frame is important to think about don't freak out if it's monday and like or tuesday and he hasn't asked you out for the weekend totally fine Wednesday is like, okay, but also if you're in this stage, I also want you to be making other plans right? and don't, you know, be don't busy wait and hold your weekend. If totally, you don't know, because you can always make a plan for a future plan with him if you've already made a plan. And that's actually great because you need to get minimum 72 hours um, yeah. before. So to be able to 
um, so to get a night. Like, if he wants a night with you, he sometimes yeah, they have good. to learn. And, like, sometimes they're nice guys, so I don't want you to totally write somebody off. You have to give this time to see what his intentions are and how his behaviors are. Right. But I think 72 hours is a really healthy time, and it's good to set that boundary to be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I made plans. If he then asks you, maybe it's a Friday, he's like, hey, what are you up to tonight? I've had the I've had the what are you up to tonight guys believe me I had a bunch of them and anytime I went out with a guy an an what are you up to tonight guy it was bad news it's it was true. bad news yeah. and I it ended in heartbreak so but there are but as you're if you're dating somebody for longer and maybe you don't have definitive plans, then it's a little different. But this is in the early stages of dating. Um, so if he asks, hey, what are you up to tonight? And I'll be like, oh, I'm going out to dinner with my girlfriends. What about you? And then, oh, yeah, I was going to see if you wanted to, you know, catch a movie or something. You'll be like, no worries. Oh, I'm so sorry. That would have been so fun. Um, I'm such a planner, LOL. Like, it's I'm, I love a plan. Um, are you, uh, would, I'm free though on Monday if you're free. So give him then a different day. Exactly. So if he asks you, what are you up to tonight? Say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That would have been so fun. I'm busy tonight, but are you free on, on Tuesday? Keep doing that. Yep. Because if he's asking you out, a part of him is like, oh, okay. Like, and maybe he just isn't a huge planner and that's okay. We can give him grace. But if you love a plan, like I know me, I need a plan. No. And everyone, this is, Everybody even if you don't plan. like plans, yeah. even if you're the most spontaneous woman in the world, yes. this is the only way that's going to build a healthy relationship. Absolutely. And I, I feel you because I know. it was so tempting. I just remember <sighs> situations but they all ended and crashed and burned and ended in heartbreak. No, I know. It's so tempting because you that's the one person you actually want to see. Right. And you may not even have any plans on yeah, Friday that exactly. night. You may just not have plans. But and you may have to fib it out a little bit. Or just like, oh, I'm just relaxing. Finally a day off. Ha ha. Oh, I was going to see if you wanted to do this. Oh, so sorry. But... Um, oh, sorry, you don't even have to but, tell them. Yeah. You can just say, I have plans. And just yeah. it could be you sitting on your couch with your dog. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a big plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so um, so yeah, I think that give him positive affirmation after he texts that to you. Say, yes, me too. You're so awesome. Um, keep the conversation going because I also see a lot of text messages that just go, they die because you don't keep it going or the guy doesn't keep it going. And then the guy thinks, oh, she's not into me. And the guy, the girl thinks, oh, he's not into me, but nobody asks a question. So anyway, keep the conversation going, um, be receptive. But then like, if I remember, um, I was in an, I was in a situation where I was just like talking to this guy and he was my he was my pen pal. He was he was my pen pal. And I I was like what is wrong with this guy? He would just text me and then I just then took I was like screw you buddy. I'm going to take another day to reply to you. I didn't say that. But like it was so frustrating, but he would never ask me out and I would do everything. I was like I was like a one-woman show of manipulation. I did all the right things. And he just did. He went, oh, I'm away this weekend. Oh, that's great. Good for you. Oh, uh, like whatever. Anyway, but I kept replying, but then I stopped. Um, This was years ago. So anyway, um, lesson from that is that then I just one day said, you know what? 
I'm done. So I just stopped. I, I, I said something nice and then I didn't even say, I'm not talking to you anymore. I'm just like, oh yeah, that's great. Have a great weekend. Bye. That's it. So you'll make that decision for yourself. Know that we've been there. Just know that we've been there. And it's it's a good way of weeding out guys. The beautiful part about that guy was that I was also dating another guy who then proved himself and then I ended up being boyfriend, girlfriend with him. Didn't work out. Whatever. I, let's move on. <laughs> okay, I'm getting exhausted from my own dating history. <laughs> we couldn't help but wonder next segment. As sisters, we grew up watching Sex in the City. Now, as personal matchmakers in 2021, we are living in a very different dating landscape than the ladies once were. In our segment, we debate each question that Carrie couldn't help but wonder, episode by episode through today's lens. And this is season three, episode two, and it's called Politically Erect. Ooh. <laughs> Titillating. <laughs> Titillating. Ew, I just cringed. <laughs> There's so many cringy things that we've said in this podcast today. That's why it's unfiltered. Hashtag unfiltered. <laughs> okay. Can there be what Carrie couldn't help but wonder? And I couldn't help but wonder. Can there be sex without politics? So Carrie is continuing to date her politician, Beau. Do you remember, I think in the last episode, it's been a while since we've done these, and my brain is now mixing up Desperate Housewives and oh, Sex wow. in the City, because huh. I think the same guy, he has white hair, very attractive, oh. he is the same guy that plays a politician in Desperate Housewives. Okay, that's so, his... Role. That's totally mm-hmm. him. It's so him. But date um Carrie keeps to date him and then he, he like I think he asks her to do something from one of the, the um recaps that I read, apparently he asks her to do something that's like very like um very weird in bed. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Miranda does not know how to respond when Steve asks her to go steady. So Miranda, of course, is like clamming up, feels like she's losing her independence because she's typical avoidant attachment style. Um, Charlotte throws an, a used date party to find a new man, which is so, such a good idea. Yes. But then everyone at the used date party ends up just like the friends end up dating. So it's like they just end up dating. So it, it didn't go as she planned. And then Samantha dates a short man who shops at the boys department in Bloomingdale's. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is so funny. Um, and he, yeah. So, and then Samantha like kind of, says that she's superficial. So anyway, the can there be sex without politics? So I think that she's more, Carrie's more talking about like politics, but not in the sense of Democrat, Republican, just like politics in the sense of like drama in a way, you know, like, oh my gosh, there's so many politics in this of like, you know, short, tall, you know, friends, dating friends. Right, right, without drama. Yes. Yeah. what she means. I think so. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. What I do will, you think, Kristen? What are your thoughts I on this? I think there's always going to be a certain level of drama when you're dating someone who you're interested in because yeah. you're a little nervous and excited and things happen and people say things and it's I know for for my story that that was true and a lot of the people who I date coach there's always ups and downs but I also know that with the right person there it isn't the hot and cold what's the word laundry cycle that you're in mm-hmm. okay so it's more a warm warm laundry cycle yes or warm cold wow. not hot cold you've been <laughs> home for way too long <laughs> you 
are truly working from home. You're a new mom. I did hashtag WH, wait, working from home. WFH on my last Yeah, I know. You've been working from home. But no, but that's so, that's such a good analogy though, Christina. Because you're always going to have like a little bit of, there's always going to be a little bit of it. Right, a little bit of turbulence here and there. Yeah. But I mean, listen, there have also been relationships that, you know, my big belief is that how you grow together is so important. And like you may come in and especially as women who are or women or men who are at a place like a lot of our listeners are at a place in their careers where they're great. They lead very exciting lives and they really enjoy their lives without a partner. They've been doing it for a while. Um, So I think that and I know that I know whenever you, whenever somebody else enters into the picture, there's going to be a bit of a shakeup. Okay. And I think that it's almost harder to like, you get set in your ways, whether or not anybody wants to admit it. Like a lot of people are like, I'm ready for a relationship. I really am. But then if one thing is not exactly in line with what you want, in your partner, then it's like, okay, well, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm not dealing with this. And I know I used to be like that a lot. Um, I used to cycle through speaking about washer dryer cycles, (laughs) my cycle, I was cycling through guys so continuously because I was like, I want a relationship with that. Oh no, 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 not with him. Like it's just, no, he, what he does this. Absolutely not. Next, next, next cycle. Cycle, cycle, cycle. And so, and I know a lot of women that I date coach, it's making that, it's being like, okay, let me see how I can grow with this person and invite that other into my life and be open to changing together and not like changing your core and your values and all of that, but you know, being flexible in that, okay, this is the way that this person sees the world it's not exactly the way I see this, the world, but let me, let me try to understand where he's coming from. Yeah. And Alessandra, you know, that's going to happen in any relationship. Yeah. No two people are perfectly aligned on everything. And if they were, may not be the most exciting or romantic relationship to begin with. Yeah. So I think it's really important for people to listen to that advice Mm -hmm. because we live in a very disposable dating culture where you think, okay, the minute something goes wrong, there's someone else who could fit that, who wouldn't have that problem. Mm -hmm. But there's any relationship, they're going to be differences. And if you throw it away before trying... the main decision you both have to make is if is this relationship worth working it through and that's mm-hmm. what the working it through phase is for in the beginning mm-hmm. it's very honeymoon yeah where you're all like, gung-ho oh about each other really excited yeah. and then you hit that more that you hit the the waves you yeah. hit the harder waves and crashes and okay is this going to be something that we want to go in together do you want to keep going because then you'll get to the more calm waves if yeah. you because it, it, the waves hit 
the hardest in the in that that middle part of yeah. the ocean. So that's why people go out to swim. Yeah. So you'll see if that's in. I, I would suggest working it through. But if they are major issues that yeah. that you you'll know if there are deal breaker issues yeah. or not. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. No, I. I know. And it's funny because nobody talks about that to like a lot of times women are told that. And I think that we've mentioned this before, but a lot of time it's all about emotionally unavailable men and like, oh, they're just not ready. But also there are a lot of women that it's a struggle for as well. Sure. And the more independent a woman is, the more that she's had to just be like, okay, this is, I'm doing life in this way. The harder it is. Right. And I'm not going to settle for any one less than perfect perfection doesn't exist right you're gonna find fault and there are going to be differences in every single man that you are dating Mm -hmm. but exactly that difference is how do you grow together can you grow in love I'm a big believer and they say this on um on the Married at First Sight, one of I love that show, and he, the pastor Cal, I think Pastor Cal, he says um, he's all about growing in love. You grow in love. You don't fall in love. You grow in love, oh. and that's a healthy relationship. You grow in love. That's great. And you know, I hate the love for. I hate that so much. Yeah, I love. If you want to see all something <laughs> triggered? Listen, watch our last. YouTube video, Matchmakers in the City YouTube video about Cinderella. Yeah, if you want to see me triggered. Um, it's so true. But I love the concept of growing in love. And I've just seen that work so much in so many of our couples. Um, but anyway, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Do we, can we just do a quick catching up with the Contis? Sure. Yes. I will be on trending tomorrow, actually. Oh my gosh. So maybe if you're listening to this, it will what be... What day is it? Thursday? It's Thursday. Are you doing it Thursday? Yeah, April 8th at, at what time? 4 p.m. Pacific and what 7 th- p.m. Eastern. And this is on Relevant Radio, which is 9.30 a.m. in the L.A. area. I don't know where it is on the others, okay. but you can get it on the, po- the Relevant Radio app or yeah. online and I'll be on with her at the Are end you of the month sex? too I think so <gasps> she hasn't responded to what I sent her but I'm, dead. I'm I'm so fascinated to see if she wants to do it or not because I want to talk about I really do want to talk about for men how to have more sex in your marriage and for women how to get in touch with your sexual side Oh my so gosh, I'm dead. We, oh my I'm gosh. not sure if she's gonna say yes to that because it's it's it is radio and children listen but she could oh say that she could say explicit content right just wow for little ears. this is inappropriate for little ears but she's so busy so i probably Viewer won't hear from her until advised. tomorrow mm-hmm. oh my gosh that's so exciting yeah. um i but i i i my access one of my latest access hollywood episodes has either aired or should be airing any day now Great. so just put access hollywood on but other than that i what has been going on I, I i was away i was in palm springs and that was amazing i was on a romance romantic like spoiled trip and that was so much fun um and yeah i mean i i i, I other than that, I'm just working hard. I've been, I was feeling a little bit burned out and I'm trying, I'm going to order the book 
burnout on um, on Amazon to listen to because I feel like last week I was like at my burnout like I just was done but I you couldn't. did have a break you had no, I know. Friday and Monday no, off no, no. which was good and I feel like I'm coming back good. like I, I feel like I'm coming out of that burnout tunnel good but I feel like I was in that and that's why I needed the time off understood but I also that's just me being like guys if you need to take a couple days off it does wonders like it helps me so much yeah it's important so anyway you guys thank you so much for listening um and feel free to follow us i'm at matchmaker alessandra conti and i'm at matchmaker christina conti and we will talk to you guys in two weeks enjoy bye thank you so much for listening to dating in the city For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.